Welcome everyone to our continued series of midweek teachings in the series that we're calling Get Dressed. It's so good to have you with us today. My name is DJ Martin, church pastor here at Parker Ford Church. Whether you're a member at Parker Ford or just watching online on Facebook or YouTube, we're really glad to have you with us. Today we're continuing this theme that shows up from Genesis to Revelation, excuse me, of clothing. And we've looked at Isaiah and we've looked at some of the writings of Paul over the last couple weeks. Last week we looked at one of the most uh, famous teachings of Jesus, the story of the prodigal sons and the imagery of clothing that shows up in that. Today we're going to continue in the teachings of Jesus and we're going to go to the Sermon on the Mount, maybe his most famous teaching in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. And we're going to look at a passage in Matthew 6 where Jesus talks about Solomon and the clothing of Solomon and some perspective. And so today's teaching is really about learning to have perspective. Before we jump into the Word, would you join me and let's invite the Holy Spirit in prayer to teach us through his Word today. Well, Holy Spirit, we come before you, Jesus, we come before you, Father God, we come before you expecting you to speak. Whether the people listening have an intimate relationship with you or are searching for you or wrestling with you today or maybe don't know what they believe. Father, we would just ask that your spirit would speak through this profound teaching of Jesus. And we pray this in your name. Amen. So today's teaching is uh, titled The Clothing of Solomon and we're going to be in Matthew 6 verses 25 to 34. So we're picking up halfway through the sermon and Jesus is talking about money. He says in verse 24, no one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. You cannot serve God and money, or as some translations put it, you cannot serve God and mammon. Jesus's point is pretty simple here. Whatever our hearts are devoted towards, we're going to be all in in that direction. And so if, if our lives are devoted to the making and the hoarding and the spending and the gaining of money, then we're not going to be free to be devoted to God. It can't, we can't have it both ways as much as we'd like to. He goes on to say, verse 25, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. So he's saying, you can't serve God and money. This is why I'm telling you not to worry about that stuff but to seek something else. So he says, whether you have enough food and drink, these are the things we're not to worry about, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Now, most of us, especially in the first world, um, have too many clothes. We need to go through our closets and probably get rid of some clothes. Uh, It's probably pretty rare for any of us uh, listening to this to worry about what we're going to wear, let alone what we're going to eat or drink. But still we get fixated on these things, and they can consume us as we become consumers of them. Jesus says, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? In this hyper-consumeristic age, one of the things that social media does is it tells us 
that what we look like and sound like, essentially our outward appearance, is what's most valuable to us. This is why we curate our pictures and we show our adventures on Facebook and on social media. We don't show, usually we're not showing the everyday mundane things. We might say, I had a hard day and ask people, you know, to think of us or pray for us. Um, But we're not showing the mundane, boring things of life. We're curating this image of ourselves constantly. So maybe what Jesus would say to us here in 2020 is why are you worried about your social media feed? (laughs) Why are you so worried? Why are you so worried about your social outward appearance? Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Verse 26, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them and aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Now listen to this. He says, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. These simple lilies of the field, these are wildflowers. Solomon, dressed in all of his glory, was not as beautifully clothed as the simple lily of the field. This should bring us perspective, which is really at the heart of today's teaching, learning perspective. Now, I'm sure you're familiar with Solomon. What's he most famous for? He's most famous for his wisdom. But Solomon was also rich. He was filthy rich. And the Old Testament actually dedicates a number of chapters just to describe how wealthy and how affluent and how powerful Solomon became. And we know from this story, if you, if you know your Old Testament history, you'll know that Solomon had a divided heart, especially towards the end of his life where his heart was given both to money and worldly possessions, as well as to God. It was given to idolatry and his many wives, as well as God. And what ends up happening is his divided heart leads to a fall. You cannot serve both God and this world. You will love the one and hate the other. Solomon was probably one of those guys who really cared how he dressed. I just, I just, in my imagination, I picture Solomon as always being decked out to the nines, you know, dressed really, really nice. And he's got all of the means to make that happen. And he's the kind of guy who cares about appearance. But Jesus says, Solomon, in all of that glory, was not dressed as beautifully as a simple wildflower. Have you ever been to a botanical garden before? I remember a number of years ago, some friends took my wife Julie and I to Longwood Gardens down the road here in southeast PA. And Longwood Gardens is this incredible botanical gardens. It's an amazing place. And, and since then, we've gone back several times each year. And I remember going through the orchid display the first time we were ever there and literally having a sense of being overwhelmed by all that there was to see and all of the beauty and the fragrance and, and you smell it and you see it and it's just too much to take in, sensory overload by all of this beauty. And God says, Jesus says, those flowers are here today and gone tomorrow. God cares about you so much more than those flowers. 
And if you spend your whole life gathering all of the wealth that you can gain and dressing yourself in the nicest suits, the nicest dresses, the nicest clothing you can have, your beauty, your glory will never even reach the level of a wildflower. Yet Solomon in all his glory is not dressed as beautifully as they are. Verse 30, and if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. Let me read that again. So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? Or as I said earlier in this teaching, maybe don't worry so much about your outward social appearance. Let's not spend so much time curating how people see us. Rather, focus on something else because Jesus says these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. Being so worried about how we look is what dominates the world. But those who have a relationship with a living, speaking, active God are invited into a different way of life. Jesus says, your heavenly father already knows what you need. What you need. So, verse 33, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. It's not that God doesn't care about our physical needs. It's not that he doesn't care about our clothing and and our food. I believe that God does. I really believe that. I believe that the scriptures teach that God cares for us. But when we are focused on the things of the world and seeking after the things of the world, more than seeking after the righteousness of God, there's there's a big disconnect and a big problem. While many of us watching this video probably aren't worried about what we're gonna eat and what we're gonna wear, we know that we live in a world where there are quite literally millions and billions of people who are worried about what they're gonna eat and what they're gonna wear today. And so we have this great invitation from the Lord, rather than to hoard, rather than to care so much about how we look, to seek the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously. What does it mean to live righteously? It means to love God and love others. It means to serve God and serve others, to give sacrificially, to clothe those who are naked. Remember when John the Baptist was despairing because he was having an existential crisis. He was in prison. He was about to die, and he wanted to make sure his life wasn't wasted, and so he sent messengers to find out if Jesus was the Messiah or if there was another that they should look for, and what Jesus said to those messengers, he said, tell John what you've seen. The blind receive sight, the deaf are healed, the lame walk, and to the poor is preached the gospel, the good news of the kingdom of God. This continues to be what it means to seek the kingdom of God and to live righteously, to seek sight for the blind, to clothe the naked, to preach to the poor, to offer good news to the poor, not just a gospel presentation, but to really get in the lives of people who are needy and seeking God. So let's be people like that. Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's troubles is enough for today.
This is the clothing of perspective that Jesus has for us. Why would we worry about our outward appearance? Why are we so worried about the clothes that we wear? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. Yet Kanye in all his glory, (laughs) Beyonce in all her glory, will pick your, your celebrity of choice in all of their glory. They're not as beautiful as a simple wildflower. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers, he will certainly care for you. So if God clothes the heavens with glory and all of creation in beauty and the flowers more beautifully than Solomon, he will certainly clothe and cover us with all that we need. Let's seek the kingdom of God first above all else. Amen. Go with God.